I want to take you to the United States of America, is as, as, as is our won't um, at the moment here, to check in with Simon Marks, our correspondent in Washington, D.C. Um, there's all sorts of tensions, and we, I know we, we focus, I guess, perhaps too much on the domestic, um, Simon, here, but we, we're reporting or just reflecting the stories coming out of Afghanistan. There seems to be a horrendous lack of food going on there. We've got these situations on the Polish border which are giving concern. And once again, Russia seems to be poised to um, interfere with Ukraine. What's, what are you hearing on that one? Yes, well, not if the Biden administration, of course, has anything to do with it, Martin. Interesting you mention Afghanistan, because, of course, that, that warning yesterday by the head of the World Food Programme that the country is hurtling towards uh, a massive humanitarian catastrophe with the risk of at least 23 million people facing starvation uh, this winter is a challenge to the Biden administration because so many countries uh, in the West, once the Taliban took over in Kabul, uh, halted their humanitarian aid efforts. Uh, in Afghanistan. So the World Food Programme yesterday urging uh, countries all over the world to fund humanitarian aid efforts rapidly. With regards to Russia and Ukraine, the Biden administration, we learned yesterday, issued a very rare direct warning to Vladimir Putin over whatever designs he may have on Ukrainian territory as this Russian military build-up continues along the country country's border with Ukraine. The Russians were conducting military exercises, as they often do, uh, along the border with Ukraine, and then they simply kept the troops there. So last week, the CIA director, Bill Burns, was in Russia, and apparently at some point during the course of the week, he picked up the telephone and spoke to Vladimir Putin personally. This has now been uh, confirmed by the Kremlin as well, conveying very serious concerns about that that military build-up uh, and directly warning the Russian leader that there would be enormously complicated impacts on US-Russia relations were Russia to breach Ukrainian territory uh, to a greater degree than it already did uh, when it seized uh, Crimea uh, under Barack Obama's uh, administration. Now, you know, it may well be that the Russians have no plans to invade Ukraine and are simply uh, trying to test the metal of the Biden administration and certainly in the aftermath of Afghanistan we know that there are many world leaders including of course Vladimir Putin who wonder just how far Joe Biden might be willing to go in a uh, moment of international crisis given that he pulled the rug out from beneath the country's Afghan allies how much would he do uh, to prevent Ukraine or parts of it from being uh, additionally annexed by the Russians it's an open question and it impacts uh, America's uh, leadership standing on the world stage and its credibility. One person who's trying to do something about that credibility right now is Vice President Kamala Harris, who has been dispatched by uh, President Biden to Paris uh, for what are described as a whole range of meetings with French and uh, other officials. But clearly she's been sent there uh, to try and do more patching up to the relationship between uh, the United States and France undermined as it was uh, by the Biden administration's deal with the UK uh, to provide nuclear-powered submarines to Australia rather than the diesel-powered ones the French were expecting to sell them. So across the board, questions still abound uh, about the Biden administration's credibility on the world stage. 
Okay, and domestically, the Democrats, of course, don't want anyone to forget the January the 6th insurrection. I suppose it's very politically convenient that they keep that investigation going, and they're turning to the law to try and get more information out of people. Yeah, they are. Well, of course, the Democrats argue that someone's got to be held to account for the insurrection on Capitol Hill on January the 6th by President Trump's conspiracy theory-believing supporters trying to overturn the outcome of the 2020 presidential election and in some cases trying to find Vice President Mike Pence, uh, who was hiding on Capitol Hill as marauding uh, protesters said they wanted to find him in order to hang him. So now the Democrats... Uh, have issued a fresh round of subpoenas, another six, uh, and they want to bring some senior figures from Donald Trump's immediate inner circle to Capitol Hill to testify amid deepening evidence published just a few days ago by uh, the Washington Post and other news organizations here uh, that there may have been some coordinated planning underway between some figures in President Trump's immediate orbit and some of those people who were planning to participate in the January the 6th insurrection. So the people subpoenaed include Bill Stepien, the 2020 Trump campaign manager, Jason Miller, very outspoken, uh, TV-friendly former advisor to the president, uh, John Eastman, a lawyer who wrote a legal opinion for President Trump, arguing completely falsely that Vice President Mike Pence had the power to overturn the outcome of the election. Former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn uh, and uh, also uh, Bernard Kerrick, who you may remember used to be uh, the um, uh, senior figure in uh, New York City police, also very outspoken uh, supporter of President Donald Trump. But this is really the Democrats testing the Department of Justice now, because we've already seen Steve Bannon, uh, the former president's uh, sort of Svengali, completely ignoring a subpoena. Uh, that uh, legally ought to compel him to testify on Capitol Hill, even if he took the Fifth Amendment against self-incrimination. The Department of Justice has not yet decided whether it's going to up the ante and try and take uh, judicial action against Steve Bannon to compel him to testify. So now the Democrats are adding another... Uh, if you like, six shrimp onto the barbecue uh, in a bid further to force the Attorney yeah. General's hand and see whether he's willing to make these people show up and testify. Now, let's just quickly reflect... Oh, not quickly. We'll just reflect on those deaths of the eight people who died in the sort of crush at a music festival in Houston. Now, I see the FBI's involved. Is that fairly routine in a case like this, Simon? Uh, it's not routine, and this broke late last night. The FBI now launching a formal criminal probe into the deaths of those eight people, one as young as 14, uh, the oldest just 27, uh, at the Astro World Festival in Houston over the weekend. This all took place uh, during a set by the rapper uh, Travis Scott, but there have been all sorts of questions raised about uh, the extent to which uh, the organisers did everything they could to secure the venue, about a breach of at least one entrance to the venue by uh, people uh, who then broke their way into uh, this festival, about the use uh, of a possible hypodermic needle in the crowd. At least one police officer says that he uh, was attacked uh, with a hypodermic 
hypodermic needle and eventually passed out and had to be brought round from whatever substance was injected into him. So spiking uh, part of this criminal probe. Uh, this is also uh, accompanying now a homicide investigation that the police in Houston have launched separately. Uh, there are massive questions for uh, the artists involved in this, the producers of this event, the venue itself, and also for Houston police, because it's not clear that the numbers of police that were supposed to be at the venue actually were. And this is going to be an enormous uh, months-long series of inquiries with the possibility of some serious criminal charges at the end of the day. Uh, Simon, thank you very much indeed. Simon Marks with our look at the USA Today.